Greetings and welcome to Sojourn of Souls. Here, Sojourn of Souls, we want to extend to everyone throughout the world a joyous and blessed Easter season. We are delighted to count all of you as part of our company as we trek together in this world so we can live eternally with God in the next. Just a reminder, if you find that traveling with us is useful, we encourage you to follow us and share this podcast of Sojourn of Souls with your friends and family. You are our only sales force, so don't be shy about spreading the word. Hi, I'm Deacon Tim Vaughn, and in this episode, I'm going to ask the all-important question. Why do Catholics refer to our Blessed Mother Mary as the Ark of the New Covenant? Many Catholics, including myself, have a great devotion to the Blessed Virgin Mary. For some outside the Catholic faith, they don't understand our intense devotion and we have to our Heavenly Mother. In this podcast, I'm going to give an overview of Mary, of the Ark of the New Covenant, and I will dedicate the month of May to Our Lady. St. Bernard of Clairvaux, who also had an intense devotion to Mary, said about Mary, Let us not imagine that we can obscure the glory of the Son by the great praise we lavish on the Mother. For the more she is honored, the greater is the glory of her Son. There can be no doubt that whatever we say in praise of the Mother gives equal praise to the Son. As we enter the month of May, we find that for centuries the Catholic Church has set aside the entire month of May to honor Mary, the Mother of God. Not just a day in May, mind you, but the entire month. Then let us remember Mary in a special way each day in the month of May. So today, instead of beginning with an Our Father, we will begin with a Hail Mary. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou amongst women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. When I began to research this topic of the Ark of the New Covenant, I found mountains of material to draw on. And as I read through each document, I realized that each one related to the same information, but some more deeply than others. But then, as I went deeper with each one, it was amazing the consistency of our belief in the Blessed Mother as the Ark of the New Covenant. And as I stated earlier, I have a deep devotion to Mary. And the more I study about Mary over the years, this devotion becomes clearer and with more clarity. So, during this month of May, we will do several podcasts covering our Blessed Mother. And so let us begin on why we call Mary the Ark of the New Covenant. The first thing we need to understand is biblical typology. St. Augustine said, The Old Testament is the New Testament concealed, but the New Testament is the Old revealed. Now, how did this work? According to Catholic answers, biblical 
Typology refers to when a person, event, thing, etc., usually from the Old Testament times, foreshadows someone or something or some event in the New Testament or the New Covenant era. For example, in the Old Testament, Melchizedek, offering of the bread and wine in Genesis 14, 17-20, prefigures Jesus' offering of his body and blood, soul and divinity, under the appearances of bread and wine in the New Covenant, as we read in both Matthew 26, 26-28, and Hebrews 5, 7-10. Now, I said there's a tremendous number of examples of the typology of Mary, but we're only going to focus on the covenant and Mary as the new covenant. So, the Ark of the Covenant in the Old Testament, we see how it is revealed in the Ark of the New Testament. We believe that God commanded Moses to build the Ark of the Covenant around 1490 B.C. The Catechism of the Catholic Church says, The prayer of the people of God flourished in the shadow of the dwelling place of God's presence on earth, the Ark of the Covenant, and the temple under the guidance of their shepherds, especially King David and all the prophets. That's Catechism 2594. But God was very specific about every exact detail and perfection of the Ark of the Covenant. He instructed Moses to have the Ark built. It was built by man, hand-picked by God. They were Old Testament architects. But here's a little and, and a holy app. In Exodus 25:27, it says Moses to build a tabernacle surrounded by heavy curtains. Within the tabernacle, he was to place an ark made of acacia wood covered with gold outside and in. In Hebrews 9:4, within the Ark of the Covenant was placed a golden jar holding the manna, Aaron's rod that was budded, and the stone tablets of the covenant. Let's repeat this. Within the Ark of the Covenant was placed a golden jar holding the manna, Aaron's rod that budded, and the stone tablets of the covenant. Now let's look at the typology of the Old Covenant with Mary as the Ark of the New Covenant. There's a great chart on agapebiblestudy.com that offers more details, but we are only going to look at the main points of this typology. First, the presence of the Holy Spirit. In Exodus 40, 34 through 35, God, the Holy Spirit, overshadowed and then indwelled in the ark. The ark became the dwelling place of the presence of God. Now we read in Luke 135, God, the Holy Spirit, overshadowed and indwelled Mary. At that time, Mary's womb became the dwelling place of the presence of God. Again, two things very similar from the Old and New Testament. So a few more examples. The coming of the ark to David and the ark of the covenant to Elizabeth. In 2 Samuel 6, 9, 
And David was afraid of the Lord that day. And he said, How can the ark of the Lord come to me? And we read in Luke 1.43, Elizabeth says, Why is this granted to me that the mother of my Lord should come to me? The next example, the joy of the coming of the ark. In 2 Samuel chapter 6, 14 and 16, it says, And David danced before the Lord with all of his might, and David was girded with the linen ephod. And in Luke chapter 1, verse, verse 44, For behold, in the voice of your greeting came to my ears, the babe in my womb leaped for joy. So we see in this example, the baby in Elizabeth's womb leapt for joy, and David danced before the Lord with all of his might, both of them leaping for joy. And next, the length of time that the ark stayed. In 2 Samuel 6, 10 through 11, So David was not willing to take the ark of the Lord into the city of David, but David took it aside to the house of Obeladon, and the ark of the Lord remained in the house of Obeladon for three months. And Luke one thirty nine and 56. In those days, Mary rose and went with haste to the hill country to the city of Judah. And Mary remained with Elizabeth for about three months and then returned home. Again, the time was the same, about three months. The welcoming of the ark. In 2 Samuel 6.15, So David and all of the house of Israel brought up the ark of the Lord with shouting and the sounds of the horn. And we read in Luke 1.42, And she exclaimed with a loud voice, Blessed are you among women, and blessed is the fruit of your womb. Again, welcoming the ark of the covenant and the ark of the new covenant. So the question now is, now why Mary? Why would she be the one to give birth to the incarnation of our Lord? The Catechism of the Catholic Church has the answer in paragraph 491. It says, Through the centuries, the church has become more aware that Mary, full of grace, through God and redeemed from the moment of her conception, that is, what the dogma of the Immaculate Conception confesses, as Pope Pius IX proclaimed in 1854. He said, The most blessed Virgin Mary was, from the first moment of her conception, by a singular grace and privilege of the Almighty God, and by virtue of the merits of Jesus Christ, Savior of the human race, preserved immune from all stain of original sin. Now, if we look at God's point of view, how much more would he want his word? that is, Jesus, to have a perfect dwelling place. If the only begotten son were to be taken up resident in the womb of a human girl, would he not make the girl flawless and perfect? Now remember when I talked about the construction of the Ark of the Covenant in the Old Testament, God gave Moses very detailed instructions on how to build it to perfection. 
Thus, Mary is the perfect dwelling place because she was born without original sin and remained sinless. So let us pray the memorare of our Blessed Virgin, the Ark of the New Covenant. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Remember, most gracious Virgin Mary, that never was it known that anyone who fled to thy protection, implored thy help, or sought thy intercession, was left unaided. Inspired by this confidence, I fly unto thee, O virgins of virgins, my mother. To thee do I come, before thee I stand, sinful and sorrowful. O mother of the word incarnate, despise not my petitions, but in thy mercy, hear and answer me. Amen. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. And until we meet again, may the Lord bless you, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. And so we remind you to stay on the path as we ask the same for Raphael, the Archangel of Travelers, God speed you on your sojourn. <laughs>